Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. So good to be back. Book Club week. This is a great week. I know. And this is going to be a fun conversation. Like the whole time I'm listening to this book, I'm like, wait, I wanted to talk about it. Like while I was listening. There were like some intense emotions Mm -hmm. from me in this one. So I, I, it made me really think through like children's behavior and like, parenting uh, and education our world. and our world and what's beyond our world i mean a little of everything but yeah. before that i know hold i know pause i'm ready <laughs> to go ready to jump in with both feet right now but i know you're curious what is our march book club pick yes we are curious sarah drum roll please black cake by charmaine wilkerson oh, is my. our book club pick i'm excited this one's been on my list this is a new author mm-hmm. she's written short stories um she's been published in magazines but this is her actual first novel so we get to learn about a new um author in the coming weeks but um today, tell us about this book yeah today i'll read you the synopsis In this moving debut novel, two estranged siblings must set aside their differences to deal with their mother's death and her hidden past. A journey of discovery that takes them from the Caribbean to London to California and ends with her famous black cake. We can't choose what we inherit, but but can we choose who we become? In present-day California, Eleanor Bennett's death leaves behind a puzzling inheritance for her two children byron and benny a traditional caribbean black cake made from a family recipe with a long history and a voice recording in her message eleanor shares a tumultuous story about a headstrong young swimmer who escapes her island home under suspicion of murder the heartbreaking tale eleanor unfolds the secrets she still holds back and the mystery of a long lost child challenge everything the siblings thought they knew about their lineage and themselves. Can Byron and Benny reclaim their once close relationship, piece together Eleanor's true history, and fulfill her final request to share the black cake when the time is right? Will their mother's revelations bring them back together or leave them feeling more lost than ever? (laughs) Charmaine Wilkerson's debut novel is a story of how the inheritance of betrayals, secrets, memories, and even names can shape relationships and history. Deeply evocative and beautifully written, Black Cake is an extraordinary journey through the life of a family changed forever by the choices of its matriarch. It's a matriarch. Dun, dun, dun. Love that word. I know. <laughs> I'm excited. I know. Because when we find out things about people that maybe we've we've already formed an opinion on. Yes. How does that change the relationship we had with them? And they're gone. So the relationship can't evolve with the new information. Right. How does it change what that past relationship? does it put on the way you view it? Like, yeah. Right? I am excited. I I do think like we all kind of play a role in our family and we you uh-huh. kind of sometimes just get stuck in that perpetual wheel of this is what this I is do, I this do. is what you do, and we all just work together. Don't right. mess up the cog. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a well oiled machine. Right. And then all of a sudden it's still the well oiled machine, but there's something different about one of the cogs that so how can we all yeah. like you kind of, I think it 
in those situations, everyone has to adjust adjust a a little bit to fit. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily think is always bad. No. I will agree with you on that. Um, I'm very intrigued. I am too. I'm excited for it. Also, is there anything in your family that's like a traditional recipe? Like the black cake? cake? Because I immediately go to my family has um, something we call cabin cake. And we call it cabin cake because my grandma, when she took her kids, so my mom and her siblings when they were younger, to um, they had a cabin in Lake Tahoe. When they would go to the cabin, they always took this cake. Oh, how the fun. rest of the world knows it as scotcheroos. Have you ever had oh, a scotcheroo yes. like peanut I totally butter, have. rice krispies with yeah chocolate Yum. on top? We call it cabin cake, and cabin funny. cake. And and as I think about this every time, I think it's so silly that our family, because we also have something called dance club salad, because it was always <laughs> taken to the dance club dinner. Anyway, <laughs> these are things like from my mom's childhood, not my childhood that we named things, but this was a thing to name it as what you used it for or where you took it to. I don't know. That's but I just funny. love it. I love that there's that tradition with food that yeah, carries oh, for on sure. for the generation that my kids know what cabin cake is. Yes. Do you have something similar that So we have um we do my mom always makes like razzle dazzle. I don't know if that's like its actual name. It might be. Have you ever heard of razzle? I've never dazzle? heard of it. It's it's like a Czech mix with caramel and coconut and like Different kinds of rice cereal. Okay. Right? Yeah. So there's like checks, but you get all the different kinds all of checks mixes things. and you yeah. put them all in. And um, my, gr- my grandma used to make one of those, but it was with some seasonings. So it was Ooh. like a savory. No, you're, this sounds sweet. It's all with sweet. Caramel. Okay. Yeah, it's all sweet. And it's, um, so she always, we just called it Razzle Dazzle. Okay. I don't, I don't know if that's an that. official name, but it's at every, like, especially trips, but yeah. If we're having an event, especially like an appetizer type event where you're just picking, you need razzle dazzle. You have to have razzle dazzle yeah. there. People are coming over. Well, they can snack on razzle dazzle yeah. while we wait or after right. we're done. Like it can go before or after. It's just It's there. in the car. We're going somewhere. You can just, oh, I can't. I'm coming from far away. So I can't bring like a cooked dish or something, but I can bring I razzle dazzle. I can bring dazzle. the razzle dazzle. Yeah. Ah. So we do. We have that kind of stuff. But there's always things. Like my mom makes a stellar spaghetti. And it's spaghetti sauce. But it's like, no, you can't find this spaghetti sauce anywhere. It's so good. She and She makes, makes like a it. spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you use a jar of spaghetti sauce. But she changes it. She like, does she all this other it. stuff to it. Yeah, And it's so good. Anyway, so yeah, I feel like yeah, there are. Like there's something about food in families and functions and like yes. gathering together that is, it makes it's a part, it's part of the of tradition. It. It's yes. part of the family story. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. I definitely agree. I think so cool. It's it's like when you look forward to certain events, you know they're going to be certain th- certain dishes there because that's the tradition. Who's gonna bring this? Who's yes. gonna bring this? Yeah, I'd love it. I love that. So okay. just I was just checking because I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is at my library. I just tried to. And I already had it on hold. Oh, lucky you. I think I've had it on hold for over a month. And do mm-hmm. you want to know how long my wait is? How long? 23 weeks. Oh. 
<laughs> so there's no chance anyway. So I no. won't even worry because I just went to put it on hold as well. But I already have 10 holds, so it wouldn't let me put one more hold. But if it's 23 weeks out, well, I'm not getting it anyway. So hmm, I just won't worry about that. When did it just came out, right? It, this month, February. Yes. It's so brand new. It is. It's very new. I think February 1st, actually. Yeah. yeah. So it is. It's and obviously there's a lot of interest in this book. Like it, there's yeah. been a lot of. There's a lot of talk on this one, a lot mm-hmm. of lists, really good publicity on this one. It's everywhere right now. So, yeah. Had a very intriguing cover. I love a good cover. I know. Me too. Fun colors. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. pretty. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, that's another one we'll be buying. Well, that's okay with me. Me too. Let's jump in to Bewilderment. Okay. I am so excited to talk about this one. It's... Bewilderment by Richard Powers. We've been talking yes. about Richard Powers. Such throughout a unique the month. author. Yes. Um, I have to tell you a story of a dad and his son. Yes. Had me pulled in. It is a really special his relationship. His relationship and the character development was so, I don't even know the word. Like, these are real people. Like, It was such a sweet relationship. He really wrote that relationship so well. Totally. Very believable. Very like, oh, my heart was breaking when he just needed his kid to be okay. Seriously. And here the school is down on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it really pulled at my heart. Big time. It was really well written. Very well written. I felt like. That relationship. Every Ugh. child needs a dad like that. It or is ballpark. A parent, yeah. yeah. Like just who wants to connect with you, whoever you are, like, and, yes. and help you and advocate for you and, and care about you and try to find ways to, you know, just have that connection, which with something that is difficult, it wasn't right. easy. It didn't come naturally. He kind of had to try for that. And he did. Yeah. And I mean, so dad has lost his wife just recently, like within six months, right? It sounded quite recent. Yeah, yeah. I think it was within six months. And so he's mourning his wife and adapting to single parenthood. And it sounds like he was a good father before, but they were definite co-parents. They were yes. parents with careers. They had goals and ambition and it was the three of them together and it was all together so now he's trying to deal with his own grief his son's grief and his son's behavioral issues and whatever the diagnosis is and they're not quite sure but he's struggling big time right so he's you know acting out at school he's violent at Mm -hmm. times he's um outbursts of anger and frustration that he doesn't channel very effectively, I guess would be the word. Right. There's no thinking through a process. It's just, if it's not what you want right then, it's an outburst. It's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, Yeah. just like Like really quick. From the second he wakes him up in the morning to, and he's also extremely, extremely concerned about endangered species and animals and the care and taking of animals on this earth. Incredibly empathetic. 
to such an extreme. It's maybe like, not extreme, but he doesn't it eat meat. Hurts him but yes, to hear he, the pain of the animals. Like it is a different level yes. of concern yeah. and emotion and care. Like he just wants. Yeah. Like everyone, I mean, he he was throwing out statistics in this book that was like, I don't, I don't know if they're accurate, but it sounded right. Like how animals are going to be gone the, at the rate we're killing them and eating them. Yeah. They're going to be gone and we're going to be left with nothing. But like, if everyone would just eat plants, then we could then, have any throughout this statistic about how we could all live for all this time just on plants and the animals could be here too and it would be it would just be better for everyone yeah and he knows his stuff oh yeah he's a smart kid he, so intelligent yeah. has a lot of information but also this was kind of mom's thing too she was right he got a very lot of that from much his mother. um she's an activist an activist for animal rights um, preserving the earth preserving so the earth recycling I think with the yeah. hope that we're preserving animals yes right yes for our future generation and he's just picked right up with his mom mm-hmm. and yeah so that's where they're at and the school is breathing down dad's neck right so I've, it seems like <sighs> incident after incident and that really actually I questioned, that was one thing that I questioned a lot. Like the way that the school handled his behavior, the way that they, it was very blaming. It was very like, you're the problem, figure it out, medicate him. He needs to be medicated, which, okay, let's go back to real, real, and maybe, and this is a public school. I mean, this is a private school school probably is my assumption, but A, as a teacher, can I say you need to medicate your child? Nope, nope, nope. It's like nope. against the law. Can I isn't it? even imply that you need to take your doctor, your child to the doctor to get a, that there's something going on here? No, no you can't, can't even, even imply. Do that. I can offer help, suggestions, interventions. What can we do to work together? Like through within this? the classroom. Yeah. And within the, the school can offer those things and counseling or, maybe like or working with a therapist yeah. here. What can we do to make this work? I just, I, the school was extremely rigid. Yeah. And that was a little unrealistic to me, but maybe you see that more in a private school Yeah, setting. I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that either. But I did feel like that was kind of the options that they were given. You either can leave him here and medicate him, mm-hmm. or, you know, the, it seemed like Theo, who is the dad, his only other option was to homeschool him, which he really struggled with that idea too. Right. And they're saying, and if you don't do these things, then we're going to get... The state involved. Yes. As if like he he's a bad was a parent. bad parent or abusing his child because he wasn't taking the next steps of how to deal with this behavior. And he's a dad just trying as I mean, he really I felt like was, he was making efforts. Trying right? his hardest. He clearly yeah. had gotten multiple diagnoses yeah. of what might be causing these yeah. issues. Right. Like, but not wanting to on. put his child on That's normal. The medication. Totally normal. Like, I understand. Everyone, I think, would grapple with that decision. It's not an easy decision. No. But, yeah. yeah. So, that to me, I really did struggle. I was like, and then, okay, 
if that's how they really are, like if they are going to be so rigid, like why was the only other option homeschool? Like this why couldn't not, we, yeah. like was there no other school in within any radius that you could get him right. to feasibly? This just to me was not the best educational fit for the child. Right. Yes, homeschool's an option, maybe a private tutor, but there's got to be a better, It to me it was, or okay, like let's school. look into different schools like, and find a better fit. You know, coming to a school and saying, this, these are the things that we're dealing with, these are the issues we're having, and finding a school that yeah. was more sympathetic finding a charter school that focuses on the sciences sure oh, oh my gosh he would have been all because it skyrocketed in yeah that. he just needed a different setting i just kind of thought like okay that's not super realistic yeah. i mean and as a single parent and father at that maybe he wasn't really as involved in the school sometimes it's usually the mom so maybe he didn't even consider he didn't yeah like, like oh there's other schools like maybe that right. wasn't on his radar i just felt like if but for really a professor, are, you know, schooling. He's right? at a university. Like, it talk to felt, the education that was department. A frustrating talk to, me. to other people to find out what some recommendations. What would be a better fit? What are some options? Right, and kind of like the rigidity. Is yeah. that a word of um, their attendance policy oh my gosh. for an elementary school student? Ridiculous. I was like, what are you gonna do? Like, right? <laughs> this it's is truant. The, these are the years, yeah. like that you kind of are more. And flexible. honestly, if they just stood back and listened to the dad a little bit more, like the dad wants him to be at school as well. I yes. think they all had the same goal in mind. Yes, but listen to what our morning was like. I wanted to get him here today. It would yes. not have been in your best interest, school, if I had forced him to come to school today. Yeah. It was not going to, like, it wasn't going to go well. Absolutely. So there's got to be some, we're working together here, not against each and other. And it's not like the kids sat home and watched TV. Yeah. Or played Oh my gosh, on he was games. Like, he doing was more than most kids ever work. have an interest in. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was being very, like, what is the word? Like, he was doing school academic things he was, at yeah, home very on his academic. own. He was learning, but he was just going down what he was interested in. Right. Not what the class is interested in. Right. And I, I or understand. The teacher. Like, that yeah. can get... You can't do that individually in a classroom. No. Right? So, like, right. there does you come a place where... And you can't be constantly catching up one child in a whole classroom. And I get absolutely. And that's hard, it's too. Hard. That so would I'm not be hard. saying, like, the school yeah. was making a big deal out of nothing. I think that right. it would be very challenging for a school to try to accommodate. But I think that there are ways to accommodate mm -hmm. that make it a good situation for both classroom and parent right. and child. Right. If you're all working together. I agree. I guess is my, there was are my input on options. that. And very flexible teachers right. that would work with something There's, like this. There in my opinion, but maybe there that's had a public a school thing. Maybe. And and I don't know. But um, So I would be yeah, I wonder. I I'm very curious about that. Because I yeah. felt like there could have been more options had there. Yeah. Had they looked. Yeah. But I with the situation in Theo's hands, right? Like this is where he felt like his only options were. Mm -hmm. I actually like loved that he took time off to go to the mountains where he knew his son could be Ugh. peaceful and like the stress would go down. And then when he, uh, yes, but then when he brought him back to the world, so the anxiety hard. going up of just seeing him, his son change again, like losing yeah. that peace. Yeah. I really like, 
it, you have to live in the world. Yeah. They have to function in the world. And yet, like, what could you do to keep him happy? And it would be like it having to go off grid. He couldn't, he couldn't sustain their lives you, like that. Yes, exactly. But knowing that that's what was better for your child. And knowing that it's just nature. not realistic to do that. I loved how he supported his son, like, over and over yes. again. Even when he didn't understand it. Like, he's like, I know this is extreme. Like, but this is something that's important to him. Like, I I often put myself in Theo's shoes thinking, like, how... I mean, we have more than one child. So, that alone right. makes accommodating one... Multiple... Yeah, yeah one of your children. almost impossible yeah. to be able to do that for one child. But uh, one of the... Other, you know, one of the children when there's others involved, but like the idea of like doing all that you can and, and even with one child, I'm sure it was difficult. Like you could mm-hmm. tell it was difficult. I mean, yeah. he talks about the difficulty yeah. of it. Like having to find, we've been through our list of babysitters. I can't take any yeah. more time off work or I took this off and found someone to cover for me so I could take him to I'm gonna lose my tenure the farmer's or, market yeah. to sell these, you know, these, these things pictures. that are so important to the kid. Yeah. And you understand where he's coming from with it because you have a passion in your own job too. Yes. That you're trying to make and other like, people understand. How do you explain that to a child? Like there will be a time. Yeah. There will be a time when you can really focus on these things. But to that child it was right like no, these animals are dying now. Yeah. They're dying now. I don't have time. That did bring on a lot of stress to me. You like, felt the I urgency. I felt the anxiety of all the things that need attention right now in our earth. It was quite And one alarming. person can't do everything, but he felt like this was all on his shoulders. Yeah. You know, so Nobody I think else cared. that brings on a lot of anxiety of... Like when he was protesting yeah. outside of his city building and like the... Speaker of the House, is that who it was? Who, like, stopped who and was, was over and angry about activism it? activism himself and, like, public dis- Right. It was Come devastating. I'm like, why aren't you encouraging him? Like, wow, look at you out here following the rules. Let me tell you right. some ways to be heard. There's this and this. Like, instead of harping on the, dad, on the dad. at the dad. Like, yes. hey, I think this is great. Way to support your kid and what he believes in. Let's hook you up with some organizations. This group and this group and this group. Yeah. Let's get you involved. Because if he had a group of people he was involved with, that would be good for his socialization. That would be good for... That all cared about the same things. Yeah. That could make a big difference. It would make together. a huge difference. And so I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, I felt like it was a really negative portrayal of our like politics oh, and politicians politics in general in this book yeah oh it was oh. doomsday like there's we have so a much going wrong in the earth that doesn't like the doesn't believe the, in our votes and so, so we need a new election but then he doesn't like the way that that's being done so we're going to take some time to make sure we do it right and so just he's just going to be indefinitely the president in the meantime like Ugh. what all the things that could be happening in our world could have happened, could, you know, it really made me think of all the things that if we don't give it attention. Yeah. Now. Right. Well, I think that's what they were saying. Right. Like we can't wait. We can't sit around anymore. We can't just like these animals are going to be extinct. Yeah. The world isn't. We have to have a president. We have procedures. We need to like the little things that 
feed and then do this and the then lichen do this and, and then do the, this. Yes. Oh, it all one step leads to another leads to another. And if it's all not taken care of, it's total destruction. Yeah. Society, earth wise, planetary. It was crazy. Oh, it was so, a lot. It was a lot. It, it felt was so like, much. okay, well, we're dealing with just you. Like, yeah. just Robin. Like, how can we help you be okay yes. every day? And, but in order for you to be okay every day, we have to solve the world's problems. Yeah. That's exactly it. Which is a lot. So, the, the side of the book... I loved was the dad and the son's relationship and working through that and all the things they were doing together. I really loved following that. I got lost at the planetary talk. There was like, that's what Theo used, right? Dad used to kind of distract Robin when he would get so worked up. So I kept going, is this real? (laughs) Is he making things up? Like, at this point in life, did they know of other planets? Or are these made-up planets? You think he was making up, like, make-believe planets to help calm. Like, to give him something to think about. Giving him this hypothetical situation. Like, this is what the weather's like. This is what the, um, the, the stats of this world are. What's there? Ah, so like what level he's of using life? what he knows to then build on what would be in existence and right. keeping his brain working so that he on something. Would maybe think about something uh, else. That's kind okay. of how I yeah. took it. And so I didn't like listen really close because I don't know. Like but there wasn't like I could come up with like, ooh, I would think this was there. I don't know. Because they were discussing like th- these were planets that they had built lives on like these people are on here and like they were building and building upon it like so there was almost some, universes yes yeah they were building an worlds. imaginary world that yes. they went to when he needed to calm down yes Is that that's kind of okay. yes i took okay. it like that like hey okay tell me i've got this 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 and this these are the five whatever like different aspects of this world what's these are the there? conditions what can this live is- there how Money organisms can you have? Is it sustainable for yeah. what kind of life? What kind of life? I really love that. I I was like, are they looking through a telescope? Are they looking at these planets? Which I think sometimes so, they did. So play I that was game. confused back and forth of like it was. It could. I can see how it would be a little bit because there's not. It's not a definite time frame. Like yeah. there was no um defining. This is the world in this year, and right. This is I did have a hard time placing. Like, how far into the future are we? Are we now? Are we like? What's the? Where are we? Yeah, yeah. But and you know, thinking about because it wasn't very clear. I mean, a part of me goes, look, he wrote this book. What like in during during the COVID when things were really shut down. And so it makes me think, like, maybe he just went from there saying, like, worst case scenario. Like, here we go from here on out. What are we going to do with what things are looking at? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the government goes bad. The world. We're not taking care of our world. We're all just the things we care about. The viruses that are spreading. The When we shut down, like, the wildlife that took over in some cities when things shut down. Like, do you remember that? Yes, I'd forgotten. Animals running through cities that hadn't been running through the cities before because people weren't out and about. Like, how much our daily lives affect the planet? Yes. Which, again, that brings on a little bit of anxiety in me as I'm reading it, like... (gasps) <gasps> I've got to do this and this and this. I need to recycle more. I need to like yeah, quit doing this. And like, 
but and then I had to remind if we all just do a little, just do it, yeah. Big things can happen. If you don't have to do it all. Be, yeah, a little and that's bit what more they couldn't aware. get Robin's brain to shift into. No. And that little moment of anxiety I was having before I could make that shift, I can't imagine being a little kid and always being in that state of anxiety. Except when he was able to make the shift eventually. When he With started the, the treatments. Which is so cool. So is this a real thing? That this, was something that I was like really questioning. I'm like, do they, are there really trials out there? And like, what does that mean? Like they talked about, they described his treatments, like put the, match the circles. But it was all just with his brain. Like, So my son's done neurofeedback, a version of neurofeedback. Now okay. I'm sure there's things out there that are a lot of different types of neurofeedback. The similarities I saw. So what they did for him is you go in and you do like a, uh, they put all these probes on your head. They're looking at different functions of your brain. Okay. Different parts of your brain that they know what that, you know. And then they, um, you he watched TV. He would pick a Netflix show. Okay. And as he's watching the show, the screen would kind of go in. It would be grayer the brightness of the screen would change and he had a headset on and there would be bells so when they talked about bells ringing that was the reward system okay so he wasn't even conscious of what he's just watching and the brain is doing all this work subconsciously as it's getting rewarded as he could make the screen go clearer he had control over making the screen go mm-hmm. clearer different parts of the brain when different parts of the brain were used he was rewarded with the bells in his head set and so what it does is he suffered from anxiety ADHD low executive function um, was really in a tough place anxiety wise, especially. And so they go in and they do this brain mapping and they find the treatment, like what areas of the brain aren't working as well or working too well or running too high or okay. too low. And then they set up your um, treatment and you go in, like he would go in two times a week for like 12 weeks. It was a long process. Wow. And you go in for 30, 45 minutes. I don't remember. But he would go in and he'd pick whatever Netflix show he wants. It's not anything about the show he's watching. It's the screen. And when I'm watching the screen, it's they're very subtle differences. Oh, interesting. But it's just programmed into the TV and whatever show they watch. And he put they put all the probes on his head. They put the headset on. And it's really quite crazy. Like, you're the whole time I'm thinking, what are we doing? <laughs> but I did see. And then they show you at the end. They do the remapping of the brain and can see what part before was blue and now it's red or vice whatever color. And you can see it changing. And I do think mm-hmm. that over time there was change and they – they have to do it for a certain amount of time. And then they do like these refreshers because you do revert back if you don't keep it and work it like a muscle, like you would work a muscle. Yes. And at first it was very exhausting for him. Like he would come home after those first few sessions, like a really tough workout, super exhausted. Wow. Without even realizing because it's like a workout you don't even know you're having because you're just watching TV. Anyway, that's our experience with it. Wow. And I do feel like there was great benefit from it. The science behind it and the research behind it shows a lot of great things as well in our research of it. And they can do a lot of different things with it. Like it can help with picky eaters. It can help with um, all these different. Like things that you wouldn't think is neurological necessarily. Right. Yeah. 
Interesting. Anxiety, OCD, um, ADHD, depression. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different things that they can help with. That is incredible. Yeah. I seriously was like, now, is this just sci-fi? Like mm-hmm. this idea of this treatment. Like, to what I, extent no is it sci-fi? And yes. what extent? Now, like, it was a it was a trial. It was that a trial. He was involved in in the book. Yeah, I think in my experience, the idea of the recordings of the mom in it that was that weird. takes it to the sci-fi level. Okay, not that I know. Sure, but in my like, head, what exactly the neural feedback because I have experience there. That's legit. Yes. I mean, it was different, though. My son wasn't following a ball and making it change colors or making a dot move around a screen. There was none of that. Sure. I don't know. So, Well, and I maybe that's where they're taking it. That's, that's where, where the, the trial comes yeah. in, right? Yeah. But to map it, to, like, make it match his mother's brain yes. waves. Yes. And that. brain function was super interesting. And Like, if you could take her levels and then move his brain to that same level. Is this realistic? It I don't know. Like it maybe could It was be, very But the believable. fact that he was getting knowledge that his mom had that he had never had that before. That was weird. That I like, don't Like how are you transferring knowledge? Yeah. I could see maybe personality traits yeah. or like the way that you react to situations. Yes. Or the way you perceive things because you're reacting to things. As his mother would react, maybe. Right, but having, yeah. The knowledge was weird. But then I wondered, I know his dad was questioning it, that the knowledge, but then in the story, it did say that he found his mom's field book about birds, remember? Yes. And he was reading and studying that. So maybe, so maybe there was, was this question of, yeah, there was yeah. this question of, is he getting the knowledge from this study or is he getting it because he's studying his mom's workbooks right so i remember going like we weren't ever really told yeah you're like his dad always kind of questioned where that knowledge was coming from because he wasn't the one teaching it to him and there was kind of a secretive thing when dr when he went into the room colin or courier 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 when dr courier would take him back and the dad wasn't allowed to come to that section you would Wonder. Like what? And there was some skepticism from the dad, the- Theo. Yes, because his wife had had a previous relationship with Doctor with Courier. Courier. So what he exactly was going on? There was yes. an unsurety there. Yes, and I feel like I I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of things happening, like with his believability in it, because he questioned. The doctor. Mm-hmm. So there was always this, like, yeah. what skepticism, yeah. right? Like, but he did see a very radical difference in his personality. The benefits were shining through. Yeah. He was doing so well. Had quit having tantrums, had quit, mm-hmm. like, and, and the way that he, things weren't he bothering was processing him. information yes. and just knew what he wanted to do. And it's like hyper focused, high, super, super focused. Yes. Yes. And like how, and he was very smart and like how he wanted to, it went from like very chaotic. I need to fix the world. Yes. I need to solve all these problems. And I'm, I'm going to do all these big things to like very hyper focus. Like this right. is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this like step by and step. And his interaction almost. with other people, like how to have a conversation with people. Yes. He was drawing people at the airport and he was, you know, like interacting and asking all the right questions to carry on a conversation. And I think for um, 
anybody who's had a child that deals with some behavioral issues, having those social interactions that became so normal. Yeah. Was very like healthy, very, uh, very healthy or what place we, to be. We expect it to be. Yes. And right? that's I true that's too. Like, part of it. I think we create this world of you go to school, you sit in a chair for six hours, all these things that you're expected to do. And we think that's normal. Right. Quotations normal. Right. And when a kid can't fall within those limits, we say they're something's wrong. Something's wrong with them. When really, how should we be learning and experiencing the world? Yeah. It just does it different than the majority. Yeah. I feel like that's the key. Yeah. Right. There's the things that we do that the majority does, and therefore that's what everyone should do. Right. And sometimes maybe that's not the case. And when you don't fall in that majority, how do we find the place for that person? Yeah. Yeah. And it's tricky. And and he talks like you could see Theo, the dad, like struggling with the idea that okay, now we don't have any problems. Yeah. He's he's doing phenomenally behavioral wise, right? Behavior wise, but I'm losing the things that were unique, unique and special about my yes. son. Yes, and like he's become is this it different worth person. The trade. Yeah, I think you have to ask yourself that in any time. I yeah. thought that was really profound like thought to have yeah. like okay we've been able to solve the behavior problems but we've and also to become lost. more normal yeah again quotations right but is that really the best thing for him i don't know like because there were some special things about his son yeah. when he had behavior problems yes that part was hard and and no, we didn't want that for him. But there was a, this side of him that was so cool. Yeah. And just a really special, unique kid who was super empathetic. He had this bleeding heart that was special. Right. I don't know. It just made, not that he stopped caring about animals, but it was different. It was different. The way then. that he yeah. viewed it. Yeah. Anyway, it was very, it, it was it, very interesting. And I don't have the answer. No. Like, well. I, even watching that, I was like, I, I don't know. I felt that way until... When they no longer could get the treatment and it started to wear off. And I, again. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Was heartbroken for him and his dad. Especially him because he knew the difference. Yep. He was losing the things that he was, that were the planning, the, he had a plan. He knew what he wanted to do. He, and the knowledge, he was losing it and he was aware that he was losing it. And he didn't want to, like he was no. trying desperately to, to like, hang remember. on to those thoughts. And, and he felt like he's like, I'm forgetting my mom. So it felt yeah. like his mom was losing dying his mom all, all over again. Yes. Which was devastating. But like talking, I, I did want to say this about the treatments. Did you remember? Did you catch this? That like the only treatment of his mom's that the guy saved. Because remember, they did all these different ones. Like Mm -hmm. when you're sad, when you're happy, Mm -hmm. when you're all the different specific emotions. Yeah. The one that he saved was Was ecstasy. Ecstasy. Which was a little weird. Totally weird. To think that your mom's ecstasy mood is now what we are mirroring in our child do we want to be in a state of ecstasy all no. of the time <laughs> right. i did i thought that think was weird that was a little creepy like why why did we get rid of them number right. one like why are we getting rid of science right like why it's is a part that of a study it should totally recorded. be yeah yeah like i don't understand that i thought that was weird and and like that's what we're mapping him to so there were some things that i was like yeah I would love the idea of like being able to 
say, look, here's my happy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what if we could f- jump in for a minute and feel my mom's happy? Or, right. you know, I'm feeling so sad right now. Like, I want to feel close to my mom. And so together we're going to be sad. Like, I, I can only imagine, like the release of those feelings to be able to process those feelings with someone that's so close to you right together yes i think that would be monumental but like ecstasy yeah. that was a weird one to that is a, i agree i agree such a weird one and then weird when he was like when that day happened with the mom yeah and he remembers as a four-year-old like what? what was going on that day you're not telling me something and that was that was just kind of like, yeah, a he's a weird. unique kid, but yeah. even still. What is feeding in through this memory? Like, is he going to, did he pick up on that? That's or does he really weird. just remember? It was yeah, a little weird. Yeah, that was weird. weird. That was so there weird. was a lot of things there that I'm like, it's not really necessary. Right. I loved the mat. I loved the idea of like calming him and doing that. And maybe like having, like, cause after, right? So in the end, um, when he can't have the treatments anymore and Robin is devastated, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's trying to cope because he has this memory of being okay. And can we just, sorry, I don't want to steal from me, but the devastation of when you see, like I have this all the time, a medication that works and then it's no longer covered by insurance or it gets pulled for this reason. Oh, this is so frustrating, especially as a parent when you're not just doing it for yourself, but doing for a kid and you see something working or being benefiting your child and a, you can't afford to continue treatment or insurance doesn't cover a treatment or the study gets shut down. What? Ugh. What? It's heartbreaking. It is. The and like, politics that go into healthcare and... Even when something is working for you. Like, we've had... We have medical things that we have to deal with at our house. And, like, we have a home care company and that we loved. and But it wasn't covered by our insurance. And the leaps and bounds and hoops yeah. that we had to go through to try to keep this home care company... You know, which is such a small drop... Mm-hmm. Ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, but it was life changing for us. Changing for your family. Yeah. It <laughs> to makes have the, the right care. Right. And Absolutely. it was like, why can't you just let it's all the same? I'm getting the same medication. Why do you care who gives who it to me? Who gives it? Yeah. Like, that is so fascinating to me that they would put up such a the stink loops. over this. Yeah. It's just let me so do it. So frustrating. So frustrating. So, yes, I watching uh, that, that struggle so... and the devastation of losing something that's so beneficial and that you're happy with. Yeah. I felt finally, I felt deeply, I felt deeply for that for one the- too. Theo and Robin in that Sorry situation. Sorry to take you off course no, with that, but I, but like, I agree. Like, I'm glad that we talked about that because that is a real thing. Yeah. And to watch that get shut get down, shut down over like politics. All those years of work and, the data and then just to shut down yeah. because of and you know there's that whole situation where they kind of exploit robin and his situation for money and news they make this it sounds this similar to, to like a ted talk or, is this or something make is the impression yeah. that i got yes and youtube and likes right and like shares we're gonna have we're gonna talk about him whether you participate or not so if you participate then we'll let you have some say but right. really, he didn't have a whole he lot didn't of have say. say. No, it was really hard to watch that and and to listen to Theo's like conscience. Like, I don't know what the right thing to do here is. Like, everyone's just doing the best they can for their kids. Right. Right. So there was that whole thing, which was a whole 
I don't even know what to say about that. I felt more deeply connected to like when he lost his treatment and he's trying to help his son. He surprises him with another trip to the mountains thinking like, we're going to go find our peace. This is what we did before treatment. Let's go back. And we're going to go and do that again. And I'm in, you know, just another effort to try to help him. And then his son. Oh, it's it's so sad. I was like, is this really happening? I was like, no. Did you see it coming? I didn't. I totally saw it coming. And I do think throughout the book, there's a few times he refers to a son in the past tense. I didn't even catch and that. It's so, so subtle. And I would just be like, do they, uh, are they talking like he's gone now? Or, and so then when he starts talking about the Cairns and they yeah. have to get them all down right now, and this would take hours and hours. And when the sun gives up so quickly, I knew he had a plan. I knew it. I that saw it coming. so sad. But I really had the hope that dad would be able to save him. Or catch on. Yeah. He's been sooner. so, like, like dialed in with his son. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had such a bond, even though they're very different. Like, he's been so attuned to him. Yeah. And Ugh. I was, I, I was like, wait, what do you mean? He, You hear him getting up in the middle of the night, and he says he needs to go to the bathroom. And he makes the comment that he was doing his... Yeah. It's Risk okay. Interesting thing that means he's okay, but even still, like you're in the wilderness you're in the wi- and it's yeah. the middle of the night. Like I wouldn't fall asleep. Make until sure he gets back. He was, and then back. he falls asleep and realizes he slept longer than he thought he would have. Like, yeah, like I've been asleep ugh. a while and he's still not here. And finding your son in the middle of this river, you know, freezing cold, freezing, and trying to Ugh. save him. like it And was knowing so there's no help. You're in the wilderness. It was and when super he talks, hard. Talks about he screams out for the chance that anyone hears him. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. The screaming that's the going emptiness. nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't even. The, just the hollow, just the reality that there's nothing right. there to help you. No, no one. There is no one. Anywhere, which is maybe probably how we felt the whole time. Like the school wasn't there for him. The like who was ever really there for him? Dr. Courier. Yeah. The, and that yeah, was at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, he, he talks about people tried to bring meals and oh, tried they did. to do Afterwards, things. But people did that's come a different kind. That wasn't yeah. like a real personal but in the time to help When him. he lost his wife and he's struggling with his son, who was there then is kind of what the I The man meant. he hated the most. The man he hated the most. And he's there for him again at the end. But this time he doesn't hate him. No. Right? All of a sudden he has this deep gratitude yeah. for this man Because he's who's the one willing. person. He's going against... You know, what he can do legally to provide this tie to his wife and his son. Yes. And it was like he he broke the rules Mm -hmm. by reopening his research Mm -hmm. without being accredited or having backing or support. Like, I know that there's so many specific things you're supposed to have in line to do research like this. But that made but, brought up a whole new question for me of like, just because you can't get money or a, be accredited, does that mean science that and wrong? research stops? Right. That makes me sad. Like the well, and even with with Theo's research and study and the building of this, whatever he was doing to find life on other when his gets all shut down. Yes. 
the money that had gone into it to that point wasted. Wasted. So Dr. Courier, the money going into it this point and it's all shut down, wasted. I just all felt for like political standing. It was crazy to is me. what yeah. And I just thought I could understand why maybe you couldn't continue with Robin. He's a child and we protect our children. Right. right? And you and maybe so need more study here before you can go there. We need to be very careful with him. But that it couldn't continue with willing participants that were adults mm-hmm. and could choose. That you could then prove a little more to then be able to use it on open children. Open it back up to the to children. To open it back up. But I, to see the benefit that it was I to Robin. I just hated that. And, then to- and I was glad. I was glad that they were like, I don't care what the world says. We're doing this. This is helpful this to is you. The- and you want to do it. And I want to learn from it. And so together, we're going to continue. Gonna yeah. For the good of the person. Yes. Not anything else. Not It wasn't about money. There's it wasn't so about- much wrapped up in money and pride and power. And my own recognition yes. or something like that. Or if we all just work together for the better of human kindness. That was like the only frosting on that very Ugh. sad, sad yeah. story. It was. I gave it four stars. What did you give it? I gave it four stars as well. And I teetered on five stars. It was just the planetary thing was left a little confusing to me. And that was more on me being insecure in whatever, astrophysics, astronomy, all of that. I just wasn't ever sure. So I questioned the scientific stuff a little bit more. Totally. And so... For me, for because, but I'm sure anyway. But I, I think just, that's how you it, should rate. Like yeah. I'm rating on my own feelings and yeah, experiences and my background knowledge book. and my yes. yeah. And so then someone knows me, they can follow along yeah. on my rating and know that it's my rating, yes. right? I think right. that's fair. I'm not super into sci-fi, so when it, th- this would get a little bit lower rating from me because of that totally l- lower background knowledge, but. Boy, was I pulled into that father-son relationship. I thought it was beautiful, actually. Beautiful, and beautiful. very well Full written. of heart. Yes. Um, And I, I love that. I gave it four stars for that. And, like, just very interesting. It was very thought-provoking. Very I had, thought-provoking. I had a lot of, like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the state of our world. What part am I playing in that? Am I caring yeah. enough about the environment yeah. and the animals and I don't want to lose animals to go instinct. I don't want to right. lose our world. I, it did How make can I me benefit think, and what am I doing to damage? Yeah. There were a lot of emotions that came out of me through this. Yeah, for a sure. A lot of emotions. And it was really well written and it yeah. wasn't, I read it quickly. Like I listened in like a day and a half, Same. I'd say. And yeah. that's not continuous listening. It was right. stop and go throughout. But being able to, yeah, I started it one day and then finished it the next day. Yeah. So, and so I thought that was really like, it was, it was well done in that sense. Yeah. Like it told the story it needed to tell. No more than that. Yeah. It was just It was good. perfect. It was, yeah, it was just it was it good. Was a great story. I would definitely I recommend it if you're looking for like a really heartfelt father-son story. It was, it was I deep agree. and it was, it was very sweet. It was emotional. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Another good read. I know. So much to talk about always. Like, I always feel like we could go on for two hours. Yeah. So good. I want to hear your opinions, listeners. Yeah. Like, what did you think? Tell us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We love hearing from you. Please email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, share with your friends. We love hearing from you. Yes. And thank you for doing that. And thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. 
Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.